Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Defense! Defense! All the hard work, let's go! College football today. Memphis and Wake Forest have just kicked off. Welcome to College Football Today, brought to you by BetDSI, Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, Gabe Morenci, and Hall of Famer Marshall Falk breaking down all the bowl action for today, December 22nd, straight through Friday night's games. Big one on, um, I think it's Tuesday. Is Bo- Wednesday, Boise, actually. Yeah. Wednesday, Boise State and Boston College. First Responders Bowl, the games played in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas. Contrast in styles, more wide open offense with Brett Ripon at the helm, and you have a more of a, a ground and pound type of blue collar offense with A.J. Dillon and Anthony Brown. I like the physicality of Boston College here. They're catching two and a half points. I like their defensive front seven, especially in run support. I think they wear down Boise in this matchup. Should be a close game, Joe. I mean, I, I would be hesitant to put any money on this game. I, I think it could be a yeah. toss-up in either direction. I like Boise State. To me, this is a team that uh, slightly better defensively. Yeah. I, if you could stop the ground game of Boston College, you have a shot. And with Jabril Frazier, Curtis Weaver, Tyler Horton out of the secondary, this is a very good Boise State defense that, quite frankly, got banged up during the regular season. Lost a lot of bodies. But the veteran quarterback in Brett Ribbon, I like the backfield of Boise State better. Ribbon and Alexander Madison versus A.J. Dillon and Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown a little more up and down, a little more inconsistent. Yeah, give give me Ribbon in his final game with Boise State. He's been an all-timer for the Broncos. Again, bit of a toss-up game. I would stay away from it, but I like Boise State in this one. If you can't pressure Boise... You, you, you have to pressure Ripken. If you, if you don't, I, I watched the kid play, um, watching him against San, San Diego State, and, and you, you have to pressure him. You got to try to confuse him and get the ball out of his hands because uh, th- this kid is sharp. Obviously, you know, father played in the league. He, he, was, he was born to be a quarterback. Yeah. It, it's just what it, – it's in his DNA. Um, this game I, – I like Boise in this game just because the ability to put up points. And then on the back end, defensively, they're better than people think. Yep. The question is, up front, can they, can they stop the run? Will they commit to stop the run? Because San Diego State, anytime we played them, that's what we wanted to do. We want to get physical downhill and then hit the edges because defensively they lack a little speed, but, um, but, but they're pretty decent on the back end. And it's a very fair point, too, because the offensive line of Boston College, one of the strengths of that team, veteran offensive line, all upperclassmen, versus a slightly undersized defensive line of Boise State, which David Moa was one of the top players on the interior of that defense. He's one of those guys that they lost for the season. So Boise State, you know, they're using a lot of youth in that back seven of the defense, front four of the defense. Can they hold up against that offensive line of BC? If A.J. Dillon starts to roll downhill, it could be a long game. Yeah, and that's why I like Boston College here. Boise State giving up around 122 rushing yards per game, but they're giving up 233 in the back end. And and when you look at Rippon, you mentioned a solid season, 30 touchdown passes. But Anthony Brown, we saw glimpses. We saw that Wake Forest game when they can run the football and his ability to challenge defenses vertically he can he can move the football, and I think that's what I'm going to see play out here. I, I, the way you have to beat BC, too, is over the top. They're giving up around 240 passing yards per game. <laughs> oh, it's going over the top. Yeah, It is oh, going yeah. over the top, but I look at this, the ends for Boston College. We saw them get some pressure on Trevor you Lawrence. If you can do that against a smaller offensive line in Boise State, you can't have third down well, you, and long You got thunder and lightning in terms of yes. that bookend. You got, you got the thunder of Zach Allen, and Zach then you have the lightning of Wyatt Ray. So Allen and Ray, that bookend of Boston College will be a big concern for Boise State. I mean, Brett Rippett could have a long afternoon if those two guys are on his back all day. If they pressure him, he'll turn the ball over. It just, it, it, that's, 
It's just that's who he is, and like, that's most quarterbacks. Yep. I like Adazio, and a, but they just and he just got an extension, extension, which is extension. great. So now you know, you hey guys, let's, let's win this one, Gabe. You like Boise or you like Boston College in this match? I like Boise State in this game. I, I always find that the the love for Boston College is a little bit uh, so they're a little bit overrated. I find. I mean, you know, at least I look at the numbers here. You know, they're seven and five against the spread. They're seven and five straight up as well. They have played a much tougher schedule. I mean, they had quite the gauntlet. They played, uh, you know, uh, Virginia Tech, Clemson, Florida State. I know these aren't the same teams anymore, but, you know, they lost to these teams. I mean, they got blown out. They lost by 21 to Syracuse. They, they lost to, uh, to Florida State, who are a terrible team this year. They got drilled uh, by Clemson. Uh, to me, I don't know. I just don't know. I get it. Dylan's a good back, but I don't see what people see in Boston College. Plus, Boise's. I think this is Harson's best team that he had, even though they they, they couldn't beat Fresno State. Um, Boise lived for these bowl games, man. This is what Boise's program is all about, beating Power 5. Yeah, Power and Boston yep. College. Although they lost last year to Baylor. Baylor ran all over them. In Boise, the, in the uh, this, this, this will... Baylor, Baylor was in a bowl game last year? This this uh, two years two ago. years ago might have been two years ago it had to be two years ago in the Did Boise uh, get tattooed in, the, in Arizona in Arizona yeah I don't remember yeah I think it was Arizona where the Diamondbacks play I think it was two years ago Boise lost yeah, give that me matchup. give me Boise State here I'm, yeah. I'm going to take Boise yeah, it could I'm be with a you. lot of points in that matchup uh, all three on like Boston Boise College State. two, two I'm, I'm the lone wolf <laughs> Boston College I'm flapping my is is Flutie playing in that matchup just checking. Uh, Not Doug, maybe a distant I'll nephew. I'll take Matty maybe. Ice then, all right? Matty Ice in that matchup. This has to be. Do you remember the, who he weird... played, Matty Ice, in the bowl game? Yeah. <laughs> Michigan State. Yeah. Who was the quarterback back then? I couldn't even tell you. Connor Cook? I, and I, I think it was so. Hoyer. Yeah? Wow. Yeah, I remember the was. game. I watched it. Was. it was, yeah, it was yeah. Ryan Hoyer. Ryan Hoyer. Yeah. Yeah. I, watched, I remember watching a game at a sports bar in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember telling someone, I said, this guy, Matt Ryan's going to win a Super Bowl one day. He got to a Super Bowl, but he ain't winning a Super Bowl. Well, that, was the, that, was the, that was such a huge argument at the draft um, at the time because uh, I'm working with Mike Mayock, and, and Mayock, uh, BC guy, was all for Matt Ryan. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so this guy, like you're, because I'm, I'm, we worked together, I don't know, many years before, quarterback had that, those kind of interceptions. He was not a first-round pick. Matt Ryan, first-round pick. I'm like, why? Does the, do the interceptions not count? Are you not, <laughs> are you not looking at the INTs at the collegiate level? <laughs> and he, he, he went on. And, and Matt got better. He, you know, he's great quarterback. But he had a rough, rough final yeah. season. But, he had but, a rough, the expectations were really high yeah, entering his yes. senior season. And he just didn't do a lot. Do a lot of interceptions, almost like a Dan Marino's. Final it was. Year it was like, like I mean, it was like, he had, so it was like he had. It was like he had like twenty. He had like twenty-five touchdowns and like nineteen interceptions. 19, yeah, it was yeah. something like that. Yeah. Remember Sam Darnold last year forced the ball. It seems like when guys know they're going to the NFL, I don't know. They might. They might force. Well, Sam. Things a Sam bit. was on a Sam. I, I don't. I don't know if a re- last year they had a wide receiver or a running back. Go into the NFL that played yeah. with Sam Darnold. Oh, but how about Josh year. Allen? example? They said, oh, you know, he forced the football. There's interceptions in Wyoming. He had to throw the ball. You're on Wyoming. What's he going to do, right? I mean, if you had good receivers. You're, you're, better, he, yeah. he's, he, he, was the, he probably could have threw it and caught it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's the best player on their team. So, True. But you're getting a chance to see. Yeah. The, kid, the kid is, is uh, and, 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 you know, when you're a quarterback, it's not just your talent. It's your leadership. He's a leader. They play better when he's playing, and not just because of his talent. Like everybody, everybody plays better. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens in the NFL draft. The, the contrast in styles here between Georgia Tech and Minnesota. I mean, blue collar teams. Paul Johnson's last game as head coach. Does he go out a winner? Georgia Tech, a run heavy offense that's averaging 337 rushing yards per game. They have Taquan Marshall at the quarterback position. You have Tanner Morgan at the quarterback position for Minnesota. Another blue collar, run heavy type of offense. I'm going to row the bow, Richie. I'm taking Minnesota. They were good to me against Wisconsin. Not sold on Georgia Tech, especially if they fall behind. I know it's a triple option last game, but I'm taking the Golden Gophers in this matchup. Yeah, with I, Fleck. I, I began this evaluation liking Georgia Tech, and then I, I went too. over to your camp. I, I went to Minnesota. Yeah. Just because it feels like a lot of points. I mean, Georgia Tech is such an up-and-down, mediocre no. program. They have the ground game with Taquan Marshall. Tobias Oliver played really well at quarterback late in the season, but defense 
offensively, I see nothing at Georgia Tech. I think Minnesota will be able to move the ball. Mohamed Ibrahim, I mean, uh, Minnesota always seems to come up with a running back. Rodney Smith yeah. goes down, <laughs> and Ibrahim comes in as a freshman and is fantastic. Watch this kid against the Georgia. I think both teams will score. I think this is a game that could go over, even though you'll have a lot of running yeah. in this game. Two things, Mohamed Ibrahim and Seth Green. We talk a lot about those quarterbacks that are used sort of in a hybrid, Taysom Hill, B.J. Daniels type of a mode. Seth Green, number 17, is a player who began the year as a wide receiver, now is taking direct snaps, big kid, will mix it up with Tanner Morgan. My only concern about Minnesota, and you know the bowl season is a, is a, is a problem. Yes. When two Minnesota players are now sitting out, Blake Cashman, the linebacker, and Donnell Green, their best offensive lineman. Minnesota Golden Gophers are now losing players skipping bowl games that's my one concern but well, at least half their team to... isn't suspended uh, like we've <laughs> like seen in past year. years with yeah, their bowl game here's uh, th- th- i i like georgia tech not because not only because you got a head coach coaching in his last game and and he's done great at the program but when you have an option team that's that's scoring more points per game than a non-option team uh, you, you have to score points in order to 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 be a threat to an option team. And yeah. Minnesota has struggled as well. Minnesota yeah. guys. <laughs> a game. Georgia Tech's going 35. Yeah. And, and now transition. Georgia Tech's going to play keep away with the ball. Yeah. I, 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 I think I, like five and a half, it does seem like a lot. The over, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sticking with the over on this one here. But I like Georgia Tech. There's, there's something about sending a coach out winning his last game. Yeah. It's just something about that. Minnesota is the definition. It's fitting that there's an M. It's a definition of mediocrity. Yeah. It has just always been. So is Georgia Tech, though. And, yeah, well, Georgia Tech's had flashes, at least. Georgia Tech have sent a few players to the National Football League. Well, Minnesota at least over the years. to Richest Point. I said Marenzi the last time. Lawrence Barber. Maroney. Maroney. Come on. <laughs> Who else is from the Gophers in the NFL? Do you know the last time oh, that Minnesota the back? There was another back that. Um, Marion Barber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Marion Barber. Barber yeah. A couple Maroney. good running backs, yeah. Last yeah. time the Minnesota yeah. Golden Gophers have had a quarterback drafted. 1972. Yeah. That's even before back in the day. I think Corey of the Gophers. Sorna. Back in the day. To me, I think of the Gophers. I think of the TV show Coach. Yes. I think the Screaming Eagles have had a quarterback yeah, yeah. before the Gophers. But it really have. was Minnesota, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, they were, they were the Gophers. That was a really good sitcom. Two of the, the best games I've ever seen. 1980, 1990, Ohio State, Minnesota. Minnesota up 31-0. Ohio State comes back. 1996, Purdue and Minnesota. You had 2-2 Atwell and Corey Sauter going up against uh, Rick Tresker for Purdue. I think you're just making up names I swear to you, Mike Allstott, look it up, those Purdue unis back in the day. The only concern (laughs) I would have for Minnesota is the fact of they haven't faced a triple option in the Big Ten. So that's a concern of mine, even though I'm taking Minnesota here. But I feel like Fleck is the better coach. He's younger. He needs this to, for recruiting. I, I don't know. So Again, we're, right. we're playing crack psychologists. So I, I really don't know. I'm taking a guess here. I don't know if there's a love affair with Paul Johnson at Georgia Tech. Uh, he's, from what I he's read, kind of a it's curmudgeon. Mixed, it's he's, he's a bit of a curmudgeon. They said I, I don't the know players. The guy's not like exactly a teddy bear. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. His face looks like it should be. I don't know. Oh, easy there. No, easy I'm just there. saying. No, he's always crinkled. He's like I don't know. His face never happy. It's he's like going, he's, listen, man. He's going. He's got agita. I, I'm just what the, their last five. I mean, obviously Georgia did what they did, but they won in last four. Yeah, understanding that this Tech. is their coach's last year. I can, yeah. I cannot imagine that that they. That they do not. Lay an egg. Yeah. And they've been good in bowl games. They knocked off Utah they in the did. Sun Bowl. Remember when they had half their the secondary. High. I think the number's high. They had half their team I suspended. I hope Minnesota wins. But <laughs> they had half their team <laughs> suspended. I'm they still say, beat I, Washington I, State anyways. Minnesota, yeah. I can't but, even imagine. They, they, not an option team on their schedule. No. I, no. They like play you, haven't, the you haven't seen it. It's going to be hard. Plus, they don't have a quarterback that's mobile on the roster. You're talking yourself this. out. I know. I might do an audible. <laughs> Minnesota they, will do enough to lose. But, but here's that's the problem, too, and Marshall could just say, let me just say, the cover. let me just say, they don't have a mobile quarterback because P.J. Fleck has been there only a year, hasn't really gotten his type of, and he still likes a, a pro-style guy like Zach Terrell that can, he's got pocket presence, but he's not the type of quarterback to run the triple option. So if you don't have that mobility for the scout team, how are you going to prepare? You think P.J. elevates that program in time? Give him about three or four years. Do you think? Yeah, I think you, I'm does. not talking about I'm not talking about Wisconsin I level. Th- no, but I think they're 
You see, but here's the problem. They L- hammered I, Wisconsin to finish know, the season, by I the way. I thought they right? were getting there with Tracy Clays. I did think they, they knocked off Washington State in the Holiday Bowl. They were getting there. They let him go. He had a 9-4 and four overall record. That, that was off-field, too. There I were know, some off-field I issues know, that had to do with it. So what are we expecting to get back to? Yeah, nine and four is reasonable. Oh, for Minnesota, that would yeah. be a major every year and knocking off. If he's Wisconsin. nine, if he's winning eight or nine games, he's getting promoted to a bigger program. Yeah, we'll see. Here's one bowl game that I absolutely love: California and TCU. Cal's done a fantastic job getting back to a bowl game, six and uh, seven and six overall this year with uh, Wilcox at the helm. Lost their regular season game, ending against Stanford. Couldn't pick that up. TCU at 6-6 six and six overall. They barely got into a ball game, knocked off Oklahoma State to become bowl eligible. Two solid defenses. But I really like Patrick Laird. I like Garbers at the quarterback position. And I think Justin Wilcox is a, a coach that's going to elevate this program. To me, better defense by Cal, giving up around 130 rushing yards per game and the speed to contain TCU's wide receivers. Yeah, to me, it's it's so hard to pick. They're very similar teams. I mean, you have yeah. teams that are led by their defenses. Yeah, I, I, I won't spend much time talking about Wilcox because I completely agree with you. I think he's one of the rising stars in coaching, did a remarkable job. There is not a name player on that defense, and they were phenomenal. They were airtight against the likes of Washington and USC, far superior teams. He's done a tremendous job with kids like Evan Weaver, Jordan Kazanik, and linebacker for Cal. But their lack of offense worries me, especially against Gary Patterson. They're very similar teams. I mean, you, same you, kind of coaches. You, um, you Michael have... Collins? Uh, Collins I mean, might from be what in I there. read, Collins is still banged up. I don't know. You see, that's Look, just, thing just a few more weapons. Jalen Rager, Darius Anderson, yeah. the running back at TCU. I give a slight edge to TCU, but this game petrifies me because neither team can move the ball. Yeah. That's why I, it's I think basically it's low even. scoring comes down to the kicker. Yeah, and I, I think Laird will be the difference. <laughs> He's not Marshall Falk, but he can catch the football out of the backfield, and that's where I could see some mismatch problems for those TCU linebackers. When I look at Cal, it's just, uh, it, it, for whatever reason, when they were getting ready to play Stanford, we were talking about it, I said, this is this is like dead on, Battle of the Bay. You were dead on with Battle of the Bay. In, in Stanford, they just, they, they have that little something. Sometimes, for whatever, Cal, they don't rise to the occasion. Like, they, they get close, but they don't rise to the occasion, and... I just think Patterson's going to have he, there's something up his sleeve. Well, let's it's, see. This will be one yeah, of those the kids games. from Texas will be hungrier. Let's there's, see what happens. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Rolling into the bowl action. We talked about Cal TCU. We're talking about Alabama offensive coordinator Brian Dable that's now back in the NFL. We all I, I, I like Cal. You like TCU. I like TCU. I wouldn't bet my hard-earned money on it, but yeah, I, I like TCU. Marshall likes... Uh, I like TCU. Gabe? The I'll take TCU. Is, yeah. Any particular reason why? I think they'll be hungrier the kids from Texas. As Marshall stated, I don't really think... I don't trust the kids from Cal uh, stepping up into this spot. It's been a bad year for Patterson. I think it actually matters to him not to be 6-7 and seven and have a losing record. All right, we'll see how that game plays out. That game is Thursday, I, I believe. Uh, that is Wednesday. Wednesday. We got a huge slate. Wednesday, 9 Wednesday, p.m. Yeah. Wednesday, there's a huge slate on Wednesday. They, uh, the Cheez-It Bowl. The, the <laughs> cheese- <laughs> hey, That's a true At story. least they don't lie. I know. The At least they're being bowl. real about it. That's I know. funny. I- well... 
We'll I, see the cheese. It's how uh, many bowls again? How many? There's forty nine. Well, I well think. forty with the uh, the national. That's championship, like that's right? like getting like Good. a tenth place trophy. I know I'm hungry like too. Like <laughs> cheese it bowls making me hungry. Right? <laughs> no cheese it bowl. I can go uh, for like a big handful of cheese its I love a good. I would love to see that. By the way, so Why? I just would. You I think would I'd be like a Gavone eating it? A Gavone, yes. <laughs> Richie Gavone, Richie Gavone on on TCU, but. <laughs> David Cutcliffe and uh, Duke take on Temple. No Jeff Collins. He will not be there as Anthony Russo and the crew take on uh, Duke. Looking for a big bowl win here. I mean, again, contrast in styles. Two good quarterbacks. Russo completing around 56% of his passes. Rich and I are very high on this kid, especially at the next level. I think this is a guy that you're going to see. I want to see almost like a Ben Roethlisberger type. Now, Grant, uh, uh, not Reminds the same. Reminds me of Bortles a little bit. Yeah, I think he's oh a little Lord. better. Uh, no, I think he's better than Co- Bortles. The, the college <laughs> version <laughs> of Blake yes. Bortles. Yes, the one that, <laughs> not knocked, the one that knocked off Baylor as a 17-point underdog. That Blake Bortles. Yes, that right. Blake Bortles. Do you, do you remember that game against what Temple? Was this running, what was this running back? What was this? Storm? What was it? Storm, Storm, Dan- no, yeah. Storm Daniels. Was it? Yeah, was it, it was Storm, Storm Daniels, Daniels yeah. actually. I was thinking Stormy Daniels. He's got me thinking. No, he's I'm got, sorry. Storm, Storm Johnson Storm from Miami. Johnson, that's it. Storm Johnson. I am thinking of Stormy Daniels. You guys are okay. killing me here. But okay. anyway. Storm uh, Johnson, the Miami transfer. He's shown progression. Now, his pocket presence, he's not going to wow you and put pressure on the perimeter. He's young. Yeah, he's the he's guy young. that can move the football. Daniel Jones now has struggled with inconsistency. Now, the one thing about David Cutcliffe, he's had his teams prepared We'll see how it plays out. I could see this game being high scoring. Gabe, what do you think about this matchup? The total's 54 and a half in this game. You know, listen, Temple and Duke have played some great basketball games uh, over the year. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how great this football game's going to be. I'm going to side with Duke uh, and the fact that they're able to bounce back after that humiliating loss to end the season. Um, I like Cutflip a lot here. And even though the interim coaches have been successful so far, I think it catches up. Temple's one of these programs similar to Minnesota to me. Every time I bet on Temple, and I've watched a lot of Temple games over the years, they're okay. They're good. They're not great. They're okay. They're always offensively challenged. Yeah, they've got a smash mouth defense. Uh, but with, with time to prepare for this game, I'm going to go. I gotta, I'm going to take the Duke Blue Devils here. Is it, is it the lock of the year? No. I can't say it's my Jamie Heath uh, you know, um, five-star lock, lock of the week. Uh, but I'm going to lean with the Duke Blue Devils in this spot. Yeah, they're laying three and a half, which is, I guess, uh, it's confusing in the sense because we've seen now, we saw two interim head Duke's getting three and a half now. Yes. Yeah, Duke. Yeah. Right. So Temple, the favorite with no head it's a bit of a. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of t- uh, the, the game that's going on now, Memphis against Wake Forest. Yeah, I, I would side with the ACC team against the AAC team. Right, Temple's done a great job. 8-2 and two over the last 10 games, only losses at BC, at UCF. For the record, that game's 7-7 right now with uh, five and a half minutes left in the first. Scoring, that's what yes. we expected. We expected to see scoring. I just Seriously, Tem- Tem- Temple, they can put up points. They, they, they can score points. And, and, and the question is, can't... Can, can Duke stop them? Because we know Duke can score as well. We know they can move the ball up and down the field. We we, we know that. But um, I, I don't know. I'm going to side with Temple on this one. Mm. Yeah, here's the thing. When you say ACC team, you know, Duke, Duke, to me, statistically, they're only giving up around 155 rushing yards per game. But Temple, to me, just plays more like a physical ACC team, like a Wake yeah. Forest. So I, I, I like Armstead in that aspect, the running back for Temple. I think yeah, he can have I, a big day. Armstead is going to be the He's concern. He's another player. He, I think he could play on the next level. Will he be uh, a first or a second round pick? No, but this is a guy that's going to be picked in the fifth, sixth, or possibly seventh round that will make a team and spell a, a starter in the Showing next Shown a ton level. of perseverance, yeah. had some injuries Plays during hurt. his career, does play hurt. Versatile, could catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, but, you know, to your initial point, one of the great things about the bowl games for me, and we'll talk about it a little bit when we get to West Virginia, Syracuse, I want to look at these young players for next season. So a chance to watch Anthony Russo. It was new tile at the beginning yeah. of the year. Russo takes over. I like the body of this kid. I like his his ability to stand tall in the pocket. He's young and developing, but the combination of Russo and Armstead will be interesting. At the end of the day, for Daniel Jones, this is an NFL audition. We don't know what he's going to do yet in terms of his decision, but I think he's the best player on the field, and I think Duke's defense, especially at linebacker, underrated. I like the Blue Devils.
Thursday, December 27th, this is becoming one of my favorite bowls, the Pinstripe Bowl. I mean, we have Miami, we have Wisconsin. It's a rematch of last year that Wisconsin did win that ball game by 10 points. They were 13-1. and one. The Orange Bowl? Orange, Orange Bowl, Bowl. Yeah. yeah. In Miami's home field, they didn't step up. They were a six-and-a-half-point underdog. Wisconsin won that matchup. Hornerbrook did toss four touchdown uh, passes in that game, will not play in this ballgame. Jack Cohn will be the starter, struggled in his first start against Penn State and really hasn't looked good the rest of the way. How does that affect his performance going up against a uh, Miami defense without their defensive coordinator, Manny Diaz, and more importantly, a defense only giving up 140 passing yards per game? Yeah, and and also without Gerald Willis. Uh, Gerald Willis was one of the better stories, individual players. Another player who struggled with injuries while he was at Florida, transfers to Miami, and now he's being looked at as a serious NFL draft choice, played very well on the interior of that defense. But you have the defense of Miami, far superior to Wisconsin. You have the ground game of Wisconsin. I'm going to side with, I hate to do it because it sounds so elementary, but I'm going to side with weather. You know, you have Miami coming into the Bronx, Wisconsin used to that kind of terrain, that kind of weather, that that type of climate, the ability to run the ball. Miami has been awful offensively. Nikosi Perry now has some some sex, off, tape. some sex tapes, some off-field problems that are going on. This type of a ground-and-pound, bad-weather game, I'll take Wisconsin. I'm taking Miami. It's one of my better picks, Marshall. You know why? Do you know why? Why? I'll tell you why. Miami lost that game on their home field in the warm environment, the rematch. So that's why I like that. I'm not sold on Jack Cohn. I've watched Jack Cohn. He cost us money against Penn State. He had the ball inside the 30. All he had to do was score a touchdown. Eight straight incompletions, it felt like. The guy's horrible. And Miami, to me, coming to New York... I know it's cold. If they can't stop the run, they're going to lose. But coming to New York, they'll, this is a game I could just see the Hurricanes winning. Um, he, three points. We're three. I am, I'm yeah, they're the favorite in this ball game. Right. You get three, three over. Young quarterback. Hasn't played well. New defensive coordinator. Who knows what the tendencies are? I'm, I'm, I'm going Miami. Like, it just, that, 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 points, that points Miami to me, I'm 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 going there. I can't trust the Miami Hurricane team. That's a one in seven in their last eight bowl games. Uh, Mark Richt had a really really bad week uh, this week too. Uh, horrible recruiting week. Yeah, uh, basically like you know the smaller Florida schools did as good as he did. It's amazing too from the turnover chain to early last year and the big buzz around the program to to where they are right now, where people are actually look at a Rick and say, what the hell's going on here uh, with his football team? I don't trust them. I'll take a Wisconsin team that's been in a bowl game for 17 consecutive years. I know this is a down Wisconsin team. I like what Rich stated, too, about the weather. I think the Miami kids could have a hard time getting interested in this football game. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm curious. I, I agree. I, I agree with this that This is around. one of the matchups yeah. I want to see. I'm surprised which you make it a best bet only because you like Miami. That's fine. But a I best do. bet, I can't. I you know can't. why? Here's, here's why. Because Rick, again, I, the, the pressure's on. And I, I didn't think he was a great hire for them, but he overexceeded exped, expectations in year one. Now you have to show up. You have no defensive coordinator. You're not expected to win. He needs this game. But how does he get these kids motivated? Listen, Joe Jackson on defense, Shaq Quarterman, Jaquan uh, Jaquan Johnson, Trajan Bandy. A lot of these kids are considering going pro, so I don't know how far. Their only motivation could be is they lost to the same team last year. Yeah. I mean, if the kids have any pride on Miami. See, I think this is where in in Wisconsin, this has to be a running the the ball. You got to line up and play big boy football against Miami and see if they want to tackle in the cold. That's that's basically what they're going to, hey, we're going to play our kind of football. We're going to come out two backs, two tights, see what they can do. Like they, they have to play that kind of football. John Taylor's on the other side. No, of the I know. I, I mean, that's, that, that would be true. And and John John's from the area. He's going to oh, have a big contingency. I got you. Big contingency. Again, that offensive line is huge. And the offensive line. Yep. Is, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just I don't know. I mean, speed I, versus power. Yeah. Just, and that's what it is. This it's, is that can game. They clog those gaps early yeah. on. You know. 
He's got to be aggressive. I think I think Mark Richt has to pull out. I don't all think he stuff. has the quarterback. I think Malik Rozier is his better quarterback. Quite I think, frankly, well, I hope he does start him because yeah. of the sex tape allegations. That's why I'm leaning towards. What, the, what are you suggesting that uh, Perry underachieved in his sex tape? That's why he shouldn't start. <laughs> I don't What's even, the issue? I don't even know if the sex tape was with him. It was right. too. Was it a sex tape illegal? Like what? What's the problem? Well, like well, sex tape. Uh, was the sex tape legal? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I'm just asking. Well, it was a sex tape. Like I don't like. Well, is there he something? posted it on his Twitter feed the day after. One one of the games. He missed the uh, Twitter etiquette class that they well, teach I, at Miami, I, mean, I guess. That, that's, come on. That, uh, that had to be a hack. What are you going to say? He's representing yeah. the school poorly? That had to be it's a Miami. Hack. I don't know. <laughs> like, had to be a hack job. You would think. Could have been. So, there's, there's no way. Could have been. You know. Yeah. So, he's supposedly in school now. Whether he plays in this ball game, that's why I think Rozier's the better I, I really the more liked, experienced I really guy, liked so. Wisconsin when I thought Hornibrook was going to play. When I when I realized he wasn't coming out of concussion protocol. And I would go Wisconsin if, yeah. he, if Hornibrook yeah, was playing. I agree. Yeah, I think agree. this would be an easy game to play. To me, would, Rozier could be focused, too. I mean, just because he lost that matchup last year. I actually year. think uh, I think he, he's an he's an okay play. He's an okay college quarterback. He's not a great college. No, quarterback. not great. No, I agree I, with. I you. think if you have an I think if you have an adequate running game yeah. with Travis Homer and DJ Davis, mm-hmm. I I think you know you 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 could survive with. Yeah, I mean, I, it wouldn't shock me if Wisconsin runs all over them and wins this ball game by seventeen points or more, and Miami lays an egg. I mean, it would not shock me in the least. I'm making- Audible. Audible. No, I'm staying with Miami. <laughs> Miami wins. It's one of my better picks. Uh, we'll put it, pick it up at the end of the show. Vanderbilt Baylor. No Jalen Hurd for uh, Baylor. No punter. Galitz is out for this matchup, so keep an eye out for that. Both teams are 6-6 six and six <laughs> overall. I mean, if you don't have a punter in college, you're, you're stuck, right? Um, I like Baylor here. I mean, Baylor, to me, if you're going to give Matt Rule four weeks of preparation, I think he's a better head coach than Derek Mason. He might have the better quarterback, possibly in Shermer. But I love the way Charlie Brewer plays. I've watched him all season long. He's progressed. And I spoke about it earlier. He has the it, thing, the it factor, and he wants to lead his team to victory. Plus, they have playmakers. Mims, they have Ebner, they have John Lovett at the running back position. And this defense has got gotten better over the stretch. Baylor wins outright. Maybe they got better, Joe, but uh, to me, what, what stands out, I like Vandy in this game. Okay. Uh, I, it's a close game. I, I think Matt has taken Baylor about as far as they can go this year. Both teams are 6-6. Six and six. I think it matters. I think you'll see a lot of spirit and passion in this game. Both want to finish the year over 500. This is what I boiled it down to. Baylor defense, 110th nationally at stopping the run. Vandy with that SEC balance of Shermer, Kalijah Lipscomb. They have a good tight end. Kishon Vaughn in the backfield. I think I don't think it's a blowout, but I think Vandy by 7 to 10 points. Yeah, I could see points here. I could see points. I don't know. Really? This is a tough one. Yeah, it is. I think Vanderbilt's physicality be a little bit too much. Baylor did a nice job getting to a bowl game, uh, but they're basically inconsistent, and they're a little bit undersized. Vanderbilt's physicality is going to be uh, too much. You look at Vanderbilt. They've won three of their last four games, 25-point beatdown over Tennessee, a seven-point win against a decent, very athletic Mississippi team, only a five-point loss against Missouri, and a uh, 45-31 win against Arkansas. Uh, to me, there's a lot to like uh, about Vanderbilt coming in here. I just don't love uh, laying the points, uh, but without being stated, I mean, look, Vandy, the Commodores are 8-4 and four against the spread. Baylor's 5-6-1. and one. I don't really know what we're talking about here. I mean, Vanderbilt's the much better football team. I think Baylor have some bowl wins down the road, Rich, but not this year. I think Vanderbilt uh, Vanderbilt beats them I down. think that's a good summary. I think, I think Matt has taken Baylor about as far as they're going to go this year, going up against a decent, it's not a great SEC team, but a yeah. decent SEC team with a veteran quarterback, quality defenders. I like their balance on offense. I just think Vandy pulls away in this yeah, game. I mean, Look at the schedule that Vanderbilt played. All right. Look yeah, at the right. schedule they played. You know, Tennessee, uh, Mississippi, Missouri, Arkansas before that, at Kentucky, hosted Florida, at Georgia. It's a freaking gauntlet, man. All right? It's not easy to... You know, to More battle-tested. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they're battle-tested. Uh, I, they're battle-tested, but I think... Uh, I think- Baylor played well against Iowa State, and I think if they can run the football, they're in this ballgame. And again, if you have a young quarterback like Brewer, Marshall, uh, anything could happen. I mean, you give a team four weeks of preparation. They have to score points. I mean, obviously, you have to score points, but they, I mean, at an alarming rate. Because they they can't get into a close game with with Vandy. Vandy it, then then the, the the power and how Vandy plays is going to overwhelm them. They, Baylor. They 
They Baylor have struggled, Marshall, in bowl games, too. If you look back, even when Baylor were really good, guys, what was the game against Michigan State? They blew the massive lead. There's a track record of Baylor in basketball and in football. They don't win big games. You talk about Cal just sort of not, never getting over the hump. Baylor's, Baylor's one of these flashy teams, yeah. but come NCAA tournament, come bowl time, they'll lose. Yeah, we'll see. They'll I mean, underachieve. To me, they're yeah. parental underachievers, but this is a different team. You can't say this Baylor team's underachieving. You know, they're, they're rebuilding. Yeah, last right? So it's a different scenario, but I just think they're a year or two away from, like, winning bowl games. Yeah, last, last time Vandy won a bowl game was with James Franklin. So we'll see. You know, we'll see if they can do it. Back-to-back back nine and four years. The Gus bus is under pressure here as he faces Jeff Brom in the bowl game. They're four-point favorites in a must-win scenario. If they drop this ball game, Auburn will be seven and six overall. I don't think they can afford to lose this game. This is an Auburn defense giving up 144 rushing yards per game. They have the better front seven. They have the better offensive line. They should wear down Purdue at the point of attack. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to Gus Malzahn. Uh, last year, they went in kind of fast and loose against UCF, and they got embarrassed by losing to the Knights. I don't think it happens this year. Glad that Brom is back. Watch Rondale Moore, David Blau, DJ Knox. Purdue is capable of pulling this off. I think Gus has them motivated this year. Marshall, you think uh, you think they win? I, I'm I'm gonna go with Purdue here. I, I just um, these are the kind of games you know that 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 they get up for, and and this is this will be one of those statement games to show. Hey, here's what we did to an SEC team. When we come back, we'll be talking about Purdue and Auburn with Gabe and Marshall. Keep it where it is. NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. We are back on college football today. 20 minutes left in the show. We'll be covering our best bets shortly. Birmingham Bowl has started. And Memphis is up 14-7. It's like a jailbreak here in the studio is going on. It's like chaos going on. Uh, if you like to wager on sports or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you could think of, including sides, totals, and player props where you could utilize your daily fantasy skills. Without salary cap constraints, you can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV. Get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game action. There are so many ways to make money. Go to BetDSI, enter the promo code FNTSY18 when signing up to get a 100% bonus deposit match. That's promo code FNTSY18. BetDSI, where players get paid. Big news was that uh, New Jersey's embracing the esports now in Atlantic City, so that could be really, yeah. So that could be another reason why you that know, could be another outlet at yeah, DSI, another sport saying, to bet on. Yeah, yeah our apologies. I love the idea of betting on things even outside of sports. I you love that that the DSI bachelor. does that. I, I don't know how you would, like, what do you do? Like, with Well, the, the Bachelor starts, I think, January 6th. So right. you, you watch all of the all of the, win, all of the women that come out. You got they 25 women that come out. <laughs> and you get to choose which of the women you think I, will want. I had a party last week here with the, uh, the Bachelorette. Wow. There was a bunch of hot, uptight chicks running around here. It was really? last Sunday. They were blocking our NFL. You know, Corey was freaking out. Uh, but our apologies there. It was just a dude in the hallway. I was talking to him. He's a fan of the network, and he stopped. He goes, is that Marshall Falk? Oh, my God. And he's all freaked out. He goes, I want to say something, but I got nervous. I choked. And I said, no, no, man. I said, it's cool. He's a cool dude. I said, I said, just come in quickly, shake his hand. But I didn't realize the commercial break was just, over. My did, bad. Did you tell him, just don't look Marshall in the eye? Yeah, Marshall my bad. will yeah, not yeah. allow anyone to look him in the eye. So how do you analyze The Bachelor? What do, what do you want? Uh, that's like, a what, good question. Well, Jesse Palmer was the like, bachelor. Well, how do you, yeah, how do you, <laughs> so was Jordan you, Rogers. What do you, what do well, you say? Right. Like, like, I mean, when you're, what, how, I don't, I don't know who, what, that would be pretty, um, 
I don't know how well they would break that down. Because <laughs> do you go off a past experience? Like, you know, like... In the well, same you know, way, like, we're trying to break down these Purdue and Auburn games. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's right. tough, all right? It's a, it's a lot of guesswork. Yeah, it's what's, a lot of guesswork. What's, what's yeah. the analytics on I this? I don't know. Like, there, I'm sure know. there's that's analytics, that's, though. Like, I can guarantee you. with the algorithm. Yeah, an algori- yeah like, they are. You know? There's, I'm proud to he say. He wore blue, uh, and every time he wears blue, he's got a 75 success rate that the girl... Uh, there might be uh, metrics out there. I'm, yeah. sure. uh, I'm proud yeah, to you, say you'll, I've never you'll watched. Figure, you'll, you'll figure out one of the producers or decision makers are winning the money, too. Yeah. I've never watched a second of those shows, and I'm proud to say so. I uh, like Auburn. Auburn? Auburn Marshall? Auburn? Uh, I'm going to go Auburn here. Yeah. Gad Lone Wolf, we know you're on Purdue and Jeff Brom. No, he no, likes Auburn. Listen, likes I'm going to be honest with you. This is the time of the day where I'll probably step out and do something on Friday afternoon. Because out of all the bowl games, this is there's a few of them that are just sort of eh. This is the one. Really? The, this yeah, one? I, I what's there to get excited? Purdue. I don't lie here, but I what's, like there, the to get, what's there to get excited the music, about? First of all, it's, it's like, like oh my god, City is bowl. Purdue going to finish seven and six this year? How about Purdue? No, look, I'm not. I'm not just trying to make this up. Purdue beating an SEC power. I think huge. it's a story. They're line. not an oh, SEC yeah. power. I think I mean, that's, that's a line. This is this is like this is a this is big deal. Yeah, I'll go with Purdue as an underdog, but like I said, I'm not. Come on, to me, this is yeah, one of those. I'm shocked this is a nothing guy, burger game. You see, I would get that way with like the Marshall USF. Yes. You want to watch it, yes. but this is a game. It's an SEC versus Big Ten. I, I, Plus, this for, is the game that beat Purdue. Ohio State by 20 Exactly. Points. For Purdue, let's say you, 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 you're six and six, you win this game, you're seven and six, your season, uh, but you say, okay, we beat Ohio State and we beat an SEC team. And you carry that into the book. I mean, it'd oh, yeah. be a successful year for Purdue. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Saying. Yeah, like it's it's a huge. It's a meanwhile, huge Gus Malzahn's hanging on by a thread, right? Right. It, right okay, now. so it keeps Gus's job, and and it makes Purdue's season look better than what it was. The I'm next a, game I'm excited about. Yeah, like oh, you see, you're, you're excited. I'm just you see, you're excited about that game because you love Syracuse and you think there's no way West Virginia <laughs> can move the football on Syracuse's defense. Well, let's be real. I see the Purdue Auburn one and the. Minnesota Georgia Tech. Those Minnesota sort of Georgia two. Tech is a dog. That game yeah, is a dog like, to me. I agree. Dog. But if you had to pick, you, you know, <laughs> I would take Minnesota. But I don't like that game. Purdue. I'm interested in Jeff Brom because he stayed at Purdue, resisted the temptation to go to his alma mater. Now he's playing in what for Purdue is a big bowl game against Auburn. I think they're still a name brand, top tier SEC program. So I, I don't know. I think it's a good storyline. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, I like Syracuse in this ball game here against West Virginia, but it's scaring me that everybody. I don't think you should be frightened. I like Syracuse. Uh, everybody, yeah. loves no, 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 no Will, Will Greer. Greer, no Will Greer, and if he's standing on the sideline, <laughs> and the quarterback that's that's out there for 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 West Virginia is playing bad, it, it, it just it, it 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 demoralizes the team. I'm telling, I I I liken it to. A suspended player that can't play until the second half, being on the field, that team never plays well. It's, mm. it's, it, there's just something the about that. Yeah, he's a healthy scratch. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. In, it, it, it's going to be. I'm curious to see if if Dana Holgerson could draw up a plan for Jack Allison to attack Syracuse's defense. I mean. I can't see them putting up 35. Can you see West Virginia putting up oh, 30 it's, it's or 35? it's possible because, listen, we haven't seen Jack Allison since he was in high school. Jack yeah. Allison was a high-profile recruit of Miami, transfers to West Virginia. So is he ready? How the hell do I know? Yeah. I mean, I'm basing it off of high school tape. So yeah, we, I, have, I don't we know. have no idea. One of his top receivers is out. Gary yeah. Jennings is not going to play in this game. So, listen, Allison could come out and potentially light it up. Syracuse is a pressure defense, not a great defense. You could beat them. There's just, there's just something different about when a guy is – like let player goes down, next man up to a player yes. sits down. That's a yeah. good point. It, it's different. Yeah. Like the team when when look, you get a quarterback hurt, you rally. The team rallies. Yeah. And when the guy's just just sits out, chooses not like, to play. Uh. Yeah. And plus, not only that, they know that he's not playing because of me, because of not exactly. Us. Yeah. He tells you. Know, that's a, right. You're you're taking the me factor out of the team. You're with us for twelve games, and now all of a sudden you're worried about one it. thing. He's, we he's one just put an eye in team. One thing we can substantially break down is West Virginia's defense. Uh, we can talk about their quarterback not being there. We can also talk about them giving up over 100 points in their last two games, albeit against both Oklahoma schools, uh, Oak State and, and the Sooners. That Syracuse's offense is for real. Uh, you know, Syracuse put up 42 points a game. They're going to score 42 points in this game. They're going to get 
they'll get into their ballpark figure of what they're going to get. I don't know if West Virginia with the new quarterbacks going to be able to keep up with that. And I'm buying into the motivating factor. But, Joe, one thing I'll say, too, and I'm not trying to be a great draw, screw that bowl game. But I don't, I don't know if you guys agree, but I just find somebody's bowl, the matchups are getting stale. I'm, I'm, I don't like, I get why they do it because you need a partner. But I'm getting tired of the old SEC 2, Big Ten 2, right? I mean, guys, I'm a Michigan fan. This is the third time we're playing the Florida Gators in about 14 months. Yeah, right? I agree. it's too much. We played them a bowl game two years ago. We played in a stupid kickoff. We're playing again. It's not change. them. Oh, we'll play you South could, Carolina. It's the you, same crap. You could change that. Just win the Big Ten. Yeah, well, thanks, Marshall. <laughs> thanks, Marshall. <laughs> I thought that, too. <laughs> yeah, Ohio State doesn't have this problem. I know. They're, they're, they're playing, playing hey, hey. Ohio State's they're playing, playing somebody different. Yeah, we're in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> feel, Cold. Free to, feel free to drop that mic if you would like yeah, to. Drop the mic. Yeah. Cold. Well, let's talk about the last bowl game for the week. It's Washington State and Mike Leach. They lost the Apple Cup to Washington. Now take on Matt Campbell in Iowa State. Brock Purdy at the helm. We have Gardner Minshew. This is a team that got screwed. They should have been in a bigger bowl game, in my opinion, Wazoo. Well, they should have been, but until you beat Washington and, you know, you lay an egg in the Holiday Bowl against Michigan State, it doesn't help. I'd rather I mean, see I'd rather see Washington State in a New Year's Six, New Year's Six Bowl game than Florida. It's, 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 I would about tell. It. You're ranked 13, you're 10 and 2, and you're playing in the Valero Alamo yeah. Bowl. How about yeah. this? Florida, exactly. You could look great on the it's going to look just great saying, on the screen. That's the only good for recruiting. Yeah. That's it. You, you Michigan, some... Michigan have never played LSU before in, in their histories. The schools never played each other before. And meanwhile, the Florida Gators dodge UCF all yes. the time. They don't want to play them. No, they it do not. It would have been perfect. They, no. Force them to play them. UCF versus Florida. You have that nice right. Florida derby. The problem, and you got Michigan Florida, LSU. They could have they the tweaked these the matchups problem, better. The problem with UCF Florida is a, is a two versus one. And that's the scenario where Florida wants two home games. UCF wants it even. Danny, so Danny White, Danny is, White is being. I, now, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. You that's, just you, so you, they say. Florida, so you, they you, say. you just can't. You cannot lose to them. And here, here's. I don't mean to cut you off, but no. I, I, I wonder. Like, did they get the call? Like, hey, um, we want to put you guys because that would be that would be a great bowl game. Just think about it. If, if oh, they UCF, play in yeah. Florida, right? That, that would be a great bowl game. But hey, Florida. So look, we we would you guys? We have you see no, <laughs> no, no. We don't want that. Yeah, that that can be too. You know, that was the bowl. I said it two weeks ago. That was the bowl game I'd rather see. Yeah. I'd rather see UCF, UCF Florida versus UCF. Florida don't want, Florida cannot and, handle that. And yeah. now LSU multiple. We'll get into that game later in the in the in the week next week. But LSU with multiple uh, injuries. Couple of points. Uh, some coaches are really good bowl coaches. Some are terrible. Mike Leach has been a terrible He's bowl horrible. coach. He's been horrible in the postseason. Yep. Matt, Matt Campbell. We Matt Campbell. He lost to that Minnesota team that had half yes. their team suspended. Uh, they got yeah, shot out. I think. Gave, shut down. Gave, last eight games, one and seven against the spread. Mike Leach in bowl games, one and seven. That's a trend oh. to me. That is not just a an and occurrence. Matt Campbell won against Memphis and, last and year Campbell, as an underdog. We all have the Matt Campbell love affair every Saturday morning slash afternoon. Yeah. Let's have it again today. <laughs> I, I think that defense of Iowa State finds a way to. Stop Gardner Minshew. I like the Cyclones. Well, let's rip through the best bets for the week. We already talked about Wake Forest, so I'm on Wake Forest. I not, like my. Not head. looking good. 21 7, Memphis. Sucks. I'm on Wake too. All right. It's okay. It's early. You got to believe. Memphis led 21 7 against UCF and lost that ball game by 16. Believe. Miami, they're, they're laying three, three and a half against Wisconsin. I like them in the pinstripe bowl. Baylor catching points. No Jalen Hurd, no problem. I think they win outright. Give me A.J. Dillon and A.J. Brown. They get the upset over Boise. I like Cal as a minor dog against TCU, and I'm rolling the dice with the Gus Bus over Jeff Brom and Purdue in that matchup. Yeah, I got four best bets. Unfortunately, I'm on the uh, Wake Forest train as well. So I guess we're all Charlie, going. We're all going. No, oh, that's true. They have the offense to. Plus, we're catching points. Yeah, that's true. I, I, not I, enough. Only I, three. Not three yeah. and a half. I got them on the money line actually. Wake Forest uh, Army later today. I think they roll. I know the line's been going up. We had it at three and a half. It's now at six. I would still take it at six. Uh, Syracuse. I loved them plus seven when Will Greer was yeah. playing. I, to me, that was a shootout that would would have come down to the last possession. The only thing that's changed, other than the line, is the fact that Greer's not playing and Gary Jennings aren't play, are not playing as well. So uh, I love Syracuse. The other thing I wanted to bring up too, this is a culmination. This is the exclamation point for Dino Babers. I yes. think he, you know, he had a great season, possibly coach, coach of the year season. Good dude. And I didn't leave. Gonna stick around. 
you know, for at least one more year. I think he adds the exclamation point at the expense of Dana Holgerson, another coach who's been horrific in the postseason. <laughs> one of five against the spread, Dana Holgerson. And Louisiana Tech, I, I just think... Um, uh, You're doing it to me. I'm going to do it to you. I won't even be up by the time this game ends to bust your chops. <laughs> I'm going to be in the casino tonight. I'll be, I'll be ribbing you about 6 a.m. when I wake yeah, up. Yeah, no, you're going to be texting me, Joe. Bulldogs! Bulldogs! <laughs> well, I'm going to be in the casino Jalen tonight. Ferguson, I'm going to say it right now, three sacks tonight. Of I, hope, Cole uh, I hope he forces three fumbles, too, because I think the, the over is a play in that matchup. Hey, best bets. What do you got? Well, unfortunately, we're going down uh, in flames right now in Wake Forest, but we do have the over in this game. And uh, the in-game total right now is 82 and a half. Uh, so we got a puncher's chance uh, here. Um, moving forward, I got to lay the six with Army. I, um, it's almost too trendy right now, but uh, we're not going to abandon ship on this one. I think Army are going to end the season with a win. I never win uh, when I bet on uh, when I bet on unders, uh, but uh, I'm going on the under here. It says over on the board, but I actually want under uh, 60 in this game. I just look at I look at Army's um, ball possession, 38 minutes a game. I think they're going to be able to chew up uh, that clock. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bulls. Always, man, it's always dangerous when you're betting on a team from a Mac in the ball game, and it's always dangerous betting on anything from Buffalo. I don't care what sport it is, <laughs> but you know, Sabers, Bills, Bulls, but. Uh-huh. I'm taking the Buffalo Bulls. And tonight, let's get a track meet going out there in Hawaii. Louisiana Tech and Hawaii over the number. But just for people that are watching the graphic uh, right now, Houston Army under uh, 60, which means it probably goes over. Because every time I correct picks, uh, I should have just left them. But hey, Gabe, I only got three. Gabe, the Buffalo curse real that, quick. The Buffalo curse. How, how much of an impact is would a Buffalo Bowl win? Because, you know, it's it's college and it's – how much will that kind of – None in the city. Zero out Zero of 100. Zero out of 100. No. I've, I've been to Buffalo and I try to support them. It's not, not enough like, traction. I, I want to buy like a Buffalo Bowl tracksuit marshal and a whole nine yards. Nothing. Gabe, how long have you Nothing. been a Buffalo Bill, a Buffalo fan? How long have you Since like, like 1978. Okay. The Joe Ferguson days. Were they ah, good before yeah. that? No, they always sucked. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, you're just going right for the heart, aren't I you? I got to hear the... I got to ask No, well, listen, when I grew I up, Marshall, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but when I grew up, it was all Pittsburgh and Dallas in a Super Bowl every year, right? Yeah. I, well, I'm not a front runner, man. I'm, I'm blue collar. Listen, man, I, I just had to ask him. Joe Cribs. You remember Joe Cribs? Joe Cribs, my guy. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. The all Saints were awful. Back. LSU couldn't win. <laughs> I mean, I, I, felt, I felt the same way. We lost to Jazz. They couldn't win. I felt the same way as a kid growing up. Pistol Pete. Yeah, I'm just like that. That was my we every every LSU was bad. Uh, uh, the Saints were bad. The Jazz were bad. I mean, when Marshall <laughs> was in high school, LSU had Jeff Wickersham and Chad Loop at quarterback. I think you're still just so when did LSU yeah. get good with Nick Saban essentially, um, or at least like no, they were good? good when they had Barger and they had Gary James back in the day. No, and they had Tommy Hodson and okay, but not great. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm talking about good, good. Yeah, like like uh, no Dalton Hillier when Dalton yeah. was there. Yeah, and, Dalton uh, oh. and, uh, and actually Beckham with Beckham they were pretty yeah. they were pretty decent. Like the first year that Beckham was there, um, but I mean it, it was they were they were never a powerhouse like. Like you felt like they could be with the talent that we had down in Louisiana. We got two minutes. I want to get in. 21-10, Memphis over Wake. And your three best bets. Come back for gun, Joe. I'm going with Army. I know they land six. I, I, I could go with that. I feel like the ball control. Syracuse. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the cues. And uh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going against somebody, but I, I like Hawaii and Hawaii. He's going against I like Hawaii and Hawaii. That's it. This, this, this is this is like a a statement game for Hawaii. I mean, it's like if there's a home game, and then there's a home game on top of a home game mm. for Hawaii. This is unbelievable. Hawaii five zero, right? Should be a better crowd for the bowl game tonight, considering it's not yeah, on it's Christmas Day. Twelve hundred people there. Nah, nah, no. Nah, I'm telling you, Joe, it's going to be twenty eight thousand. Why would you put that on ten thirty? I mean, that just makes that's no a sense perfect. To me. That's what well, time is well, it in well, Hawaii? It's Hawaii is a Saturday. Saturday they have the market out in the parking lot. Yeah. So they have the market, and then those people come in. So what's the time Saturday difference? So it's, it's have a gr- for <laughs> have a great weekend, everyone. <laughs> Enjoy the games. We'll see you next Saturday, and Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays.